All right. And we are live. Welcome to the Last Give podcast. You got me this evening. I don't know how I got here. This ain't my show. But you got me, Jay Peeps, and you've got Ace here. So what's going on, Ace? I'm doing good. What's up with you? I know he's not. you weren't planning on being here. We got um some cookies going on with Flash. So he should be joining us in a couple of minutes, hopefully. So we're going to just kick off the intro with you and me, I guess, for this time to start. Absolutely. You know, I'm excited for it. You know, I'm just chilling. I got my fishing poles in the background and stuff. I'm Look, I'm, I'm waiting on football season to get here. That's that's all I care about right now. I'm just Like, what, three weeks? Three weeks, nope. I think, right? Next week, next Saturday. Oh, yeah, preseason. I'm talking about regular season. We're waiting for the Dallas Cowboys versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers to kick off. Oh, I mean, I'm waiting for college football to get here, honestly. That's what I'm waiting on. So, mm. you know, you know me. I'm I see. That's what I'm waiting on. You are ready? Well, well, I know we're going to hit up that football. We got the new uh, power, uh, not power rankings, but, you know, standard college football rankings just came out. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be going over that later on. And, well, first off, I wanted to say uh, thank you for the – we got so much love last week, last um, episode. Try to be a friend, tell a friend kind of stuff, you know? Exactly. Grow the, grow the- you tell your friend, your friend tell your, tell that friend, and so on and so forth and everything. Tonight's going to be an awesome show. I'm excited. I know Ace is excited. I can't wait. We got about 15 seconds before we get this on. Also, too, I want to let y'all know the Running Gun Podcast will be returning next week. Next week, the Running Gun Podcast will be returning. So how fitting is it, you know, college football will be here. The Running Gun Podcast will be back. Last Give will be here, too, so it's all exciting. Y'all enjoy. For- Kicking us off into the first quarter, we have the NFL going on. We got first up, we had the Patriots game. There was um some there's some conversations going on with uh Mac Jones' performance at, uh during that second half of the game. Uh, so my question to you was, who do you prefer for Week One for starting up for the New England Patriots, Mac Jones or Cam Newton? Ooh, ooh, this see that's that, that's tough. That's tough. So honestly, I would I, w- I would say I would say you know I think to start off because I don't want to I wouldn't want to throw Mac Jones into the fire I would say definitely start off with Cam, but I don't know who we potentially see as the season progresses because again you know long term Cam ain't gonna be there. Long term, Mac Jones yeah. is expected to be there, and I yeah. think the right push and the right progression and the right teaching, Mac Jones will eventually be that guy. I I say, but so for now, well, I, I did want to drop this tidbit on what you were saying about um, Cam Newton not being the guy. They've have uh, joint practices going on this week with the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the corners was chirping Cam Newton, saying um, "Check down, King" or something like that. Making fun of all the checkdowns he's making in practice. Hey, I mean, look. Let me ask you this now. How? No, you know what? That's probably a question because I know that's going to be hard to answer because we weren't actually there. But you know, it's it's the truth. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. So I mean, well, I, last year he wasn't all that efficient. Once he came back from COVID, so it's kind of hard to tell how much did COVID play a factor. He threw like 400 yards against Seattle, albeit their defense was horrendous to start the season last year. Mm-hmm. But I got to remember, after that game, he got COVID, and it kind of disrupted his whole flow because they were they were one and one coming off of that game. 
because right. it came down to the goal line stop. Right. But you have to think with Cam Newton, how if he never last year, how much would that have affected him in his play? Right. So it's not, I won't entirely like uh, bash him per se, and because it's not his fault he got COVID or because you know, with everybody in different ways. Look at Jason Tatum on the Celtics. Even look how he said he had trouble months after having it. But um, for the help put in perspective, Jones and Newton, Camden, I believe only played one drive. He had he went 47, 49 yards with the rating of 78.9. He had Mac Jones go 13 of 19, 87 yards. Most of those passes, in my opinion, were kind of a uh, short, if you want to say, passes, but at least the timing was there and all that. So, yeah. Yeah, take the good of both guys. I will say this with that whole thing. Uh, a lot of the people, and particularly pro football focus, and uh, I think another fantasy account on Twitter kept saying, you know, Mac is the future, Mac Jones is this and that. Oh, hold on. Flashback? Yeah. Oh, guys, tech working? Hey, let's go. Let him in. Let me go ahead and let me exit out of this. I'm going to pass it over to Flash until once we get his wife, once he get his, ah, once we get his uh, sound going. But yeah, I definitely do think that in due time. Uh, test, test. Okay, you can't. All right, we can hear you. He's back finally. I'm looking well, in Flash to the episode three. Thank you, Jay Peeps. Definitely. Kind, Definitely. Of, a, kind of a carousel conversation going. Remember, you are definitely going to see Mac Jones at some point in the season, but for now, I think it is Cam's show, like at least for the first eight weeks of the season. Men at, at mm-hmm. But that's it for me, folks. Thank All you. Right. Remember, Running Gun Podcast next week. Y'all take care. All right. Well, we talk, since we spent kind of a little bit of time Mac on the Jones? Mac Jones, Cam Newton. We just finished up. We're going to have to go over to the Tebow Mania finally wrapping up. He got cut with the Jacksonville Jaguars today, I believe, actually. Ian Rappaport breaking that uh, news. What's your thoughts with Tebow? Should, or if you want to drop your we, quick, we should, quick should, thoughts on the Mac we Jones. We should, we should have Jay Peeps. If you want to get 10 seconds to give your thoughts on the Jones new, and then we're going to Tebow. Honestly... It's going to be Cam Newton. Um, I hope Cam Newton proves his haters wrong and everyone else that believes Mac Jones is going to take over for him. But we got to wait and see how, how the game goes. Mm-hmm. All right. With Tebow, though, I already went over his whole thing. You're kind of freezing uh, up over there, Flash. Oh, my God. Flash, you got Anyways, me? Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, blocking. That looks like some great blocks Tim Tebow had. All right, I'm sorry, dude, but you could, you could, um, actually, you should definitely uh play in the NFL with those kind of blocks, right? Do you think so? Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. yeah, totally. Do, do, do you think that, that one block? He looks like he just didn't even know how to block. Like, could he even make a high school team with that kind of blocking? No, 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 no. You insulted him a little bit. I mean, I mean, yeah, Tim Tebow's a think... great man, but he's better off trying to play as a quarterback than as a tight end. I do not know who started that one up, but he's. I mean, off what are they saying since like, like 2010? Yeah, his they, he I mean, should have done that I mean, since still, when he got drafted. He, yeah, exactly. It's kind of late for him to make that kind of change. I mean, we. I personally think it wasn't going to work from the get go. I mean, I like Tebow, but. He was not making it in the NFL with that kind of blocking. I'm sorry, man. Mm. Uh, anyways, I enjoy well, him on the SEC Network anyways. I think he belongs talking to co- about college football. I think ESPN enjoys him talking about college football. I think that's where he should be. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on now. I did want to talk about the defending champs were back in action, albeit their starters did not play, I believe. But we had a rookie first-round pick, last pick in the first round, whatever you want to call him, Joe Tryron. He looked pretty good, minus one questionable, uh, like, unnecessary roughness call. I thought it was kind of bogus but because it looked like a form tackle, but whatever. He looked pretty good. The most Overall, there was well, one guy, he got a 
one-handed interception and then proceeded to fumble it just like in a normal preseason game that you would see. So what's your thoughts with the defending chance coming back? Yeah, just that means cl- football opening weeks just closer away. I mean, I heard Tom Brady only played like what one series of downs, something, or one or two. He didn't play that. Yeah, much. I, yeah. Coach uh, Bruce Arian said none of the starters are playing this week. Well then, let's see. Um, we get to see uh, Kyle Trask a little bit more. Yeah, Gators fans. They, they were they were very Tampa fans were very hyped to see him play. He kind of underperformed, in my opinion, but he also did have like three good pass, like deep passes that his didn't come up with. So I don't think you could put necessarily all criticism with them. There's a lot of tape. I think he can be coached he up has on. A lot of development to do, if you, honestly. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about but that Bucks defense from, like, still looks good. Oh yeah, Buccaneers defense. That that, that defense is going to carry him throughout the season. At his break oh. clear and uh, extension. I did want to All talk. Right. Uh, Jamal Adams got the bag. He got four years, $70 million, 38 guaranteed, highest paid safety per year now. Seattle Seahawks got right. this. That's their uh, cornerstone for the secondary for years to come. I know you're a diehard Seahawks fan. How high school are you at that? I'm excited for Jamal Adams. I hope I hope he plays his role as well as we hope he does. I'm looking forward Stay to Seattle healthy. Seahawks. That's my Steve. main, main hope. Oh, main that's what, oh yeah, that that's gonna need a that's something we need to watch a lot. Um, did we talk about no fun league yet? No, I have not. I was waiting for you. I know you had some uh, interesting thoughts on that. Me too. I mean, uh, what, what 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 the what what the, what the taunting. Taunting. Come on, the man was just flexing yeah. his muscles. Like, come on. If it's wrong yeah, for him to show off his defenders. muscles a little bit, that is just that is soft on the NFL. I mean, come on, the game is a physical sport. Am I all right? People have to celebrate mm-hmm. a little bit, and if you're gonna prevent people from showing Part off their of the muscles, game. sun and all that, then you have officially become softer than high school football at this point. Like, come on, mm-hmm. you. Oof. If it's that soft for a physical game, something needs to be fixed. Because yep. flexing a muscle, that's not. Come on. Well, yeah. Um, the taunting thing is kind of bogus to me. I know uh, I want to say one of the owners said they're just tired of the talking. I'm like, well, it's part of the game. It makes what fans enjoy. Which owner said that? Which owner said that? Was that anonymous? Um, I don't know, but I did want to see. Um, I actually don't know who's one of them said it, but it's gonna take me a while to find this. I I didn't want to burn too much time with that. It's such a shame with saying that it's a no fun league. John Mara is who said it. The Giants owner. He said it was a point Please. of emphasis because they're sick of tired of talking. Please. Please. Fuck, man. They're human so. beings. If they can't taunt or celebrate or anything like that, then it's Where's no the fun league. league? What, what, what? Yep. Are they robots? No. They're human beings with emotions on their It's line. entertainment. Exactly. It's, it's the entertainment genre of life. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw, what, six rookie quarterbacks make their preseason debuts or seven? This is kind of hard. No, there's like, five I, in the first I like round. And I like um the Jets quarterback. Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like Justin Fields is going to have um, the, probably the most – it depends on when Justin Fields start, but, but it's the best Justin. roster or the second best roster. It's going to be between him and Trey Lance on who, who who's currently in the best position right now. But I do um, believe that both I th- him I think and Trey Lance has the best were of being the the best quarterback in Chicago Bears history. He has that potential. Overreaction. Yeah, when they said he has that potential. Yeah, well, when they said he, it was uh, next great. Chicago's never had a great quarterback. So, um, moving on to the next segment here with the uh, next period, if you want to say whatever you want to call them, the NHL. We got um, one of the best players in hockey. Well. 
former hockey great. Now he's in his uh, twilight years, whatever you want to call him. Jumbo Joe Thornton heading over down to South Beach or Fort Lauderdale, wherever you want to call Florida Panthers are. Going there on a one-year deal. In their series against Tampa Bay this past postseason, that it really impressed him. Well, I hate to tell you, Joe, um, you're going to probably be same position with the uh, Panthers as you were with the Toronto Maple Leafs this last year, probably in, coming out the end of the first round. So, uh, yeah, sorry, dude. Might be, a, no, might, might be a first round out, depending where the Panthers reach, all right? Panthers. That's uh, what I said, same position as the Maple Leafs. Because, guess what? You're going to have the Islanders. You're going to have the Bolts. No, they won't play I mean, the Islanders they, in the first round. They, they won't play the Islanders have, if okay. any. If, unless they were a wild card team, then maybe. And the Islanders were at the top seed in the Metropolitan. That's the only way you would yeah, have that happen. That's not happening. That's not happening. I actually heard something from someone today that said it would be nice to see the Buffalo Sabres and the Tampa Bay Lightning meet up in the playoffs. Well, I hate to tell you, JP. Hey, Buffalo could, could even be good. Buffalo's never making it to the playoffs in the next uh, three years, probably. Buffalo, Buffalo's been rebuilding since I could remember Buffalo. <laughs> Um, yeah, like Buffalo, they have their own issues right now with their best player, Jack Eichel. So, I mean, uh, New York Rangers crossed the state rivals, if you want to call them. They, uh, the Rangers fans purchased a billboard where it said, our trade request a pain in the neck, hashtag free Jack. And it's kind of actually hilarious. It was right next to the Buffalo Stadium, Buffalo Arena, whatever you want to call it. And he's having a next. He's been having a fight with the uh, team with over how to handle his neck injury. So I thought that was the ultimate troll I've seen probably from another fan base in this, the same state. That that's pretty good. That's that's pretty good. Ten out. That, of 10 that was a good troll. I thought. Yeah. But, but whoever I don't left, know who, them the billboard for the for the Rangers fans should be ashamed. They they bought that <laughs> billboard. A bunch know, of Rangers right? fans teamed up and paid it. <laughs> I know, but who, they probably said it was probably an players. advertisement they had, and they put that. That, that was just Most a troll likely, job. That is a shame, man. Shame. All right, uh, did you hear that the NHL is gonna allow advertisements on uniforms in the 2022-2023 season? It was just announced today. Yeah. Thoughts about yeah. that? I thought that was actually um, it's kind of bogus in my opinion because it's like. You only raise a salary cap one million. You said how you lost all this money with COVID, and you guys are still like the payers don't get paid how good they are, if you want to say. So it's like, okay, well you're making all this money now. You made all this money last season with the sponsorships on the helmets and the divisions. Now you have sponsorships hey man, that ESPN on the deal. Might be a lot of money. Yeah, so I'm saying they're making all this money, and yet they're only raising the salary cap by a million dollars. They're saying, oh, they're having all this financial trouble because of COVID. But they're making so much money off of the sponsorships. So you're like, I mean, these owners fair, are just getting like, greedier and greedier. There are a lot of situations where, like, countries are going back into lockdown and stuff. You have to consider that. Yeah. And also, yeah, but they're, they're, I, I, I'm, not against, um, I'm not against the advertisements on the uniform. As long it does not end up like how the European hockey teams are, that that's that, with yeah. advertisement. I think I hope it'll just be like the the NBA where they have like one patch and everything, like one advertisement. Mm-hmm. I think the Tampa but, general um, um, advertisement would look perfect on the Tampa Bay Lightning, to be honest. Yeah, cause I know they're big sponsors and partnerships or whatever you want to call them. They're like yeah, real tight I mean, together. Oh yeah, Tampa Bay. Tampa, Tampa General also um, does like all the medical stuff for all the players and stuff, I believe. So that'd be interesting, I guess. But I know you were talking about the uh, COVID with some t- uh, countries going on lockdowns or whatnot. Yeah. Well, they I mean, NHL yeah. had a thing they released. Um, they're like going to be in talks where they may not pay unvaccinated players if they miss games due to COVID. So I mean. That's going to be tough, like make tough decision for the players think, because you know I think, how it's going to affect them in the long term. Okay, vaccinated, honestly. Yeah, I believe the I um, a lot of players are going to be vaccinated. 
Um, side note, I already, I already know that we already talked about the NFL, but COVID-related wise, the Atlanta Falcons have reached one hundred percent vaccination rate. All right, <laughs> even though they have the one of the lowest uh, payrolls on the death chart, but we won't hey, get into I mean, that. I That's mean, another conversation. Especially a team in the South, you have to give them credit. Yeah, I don't think the credit. NHL has to worry about that in that kind of sense. I think most of them are pretty players. They they, they take um, vaccines probably more serious. I do fear with this Delta variant coming around and stuff that they may have to respect. um, No, how many people are going to be coming in in arenas and they might have to force a mask mandate and all that stuff. Mm. I I think that's going to end up happening again, but I think they'll keep pushing on with the season. Hopefully, we do not have to do a bubble. Oh no! I don't um, think we're dealing a bubble again. I do. I do think um they're gonna have to separate players a little bit more as there's some COVID rampages on and stuff. I hope. Um, do you think they're gonna have a Canadian division again this upcoming season? No. If it does get, I doubt. I actually doubt that. I know. Um, the Canadian teams have said that players, or not players, but a team like the fans, they have to have show proof of vaccination to attend the games. I mean. I, I mean, I know vaccination is that kind of stuff, but like a lot of places, the, like the Raiders that are enforcing that, they're also um, not enforcing people to wear a mask. And as this Delta variant rages on, it's kind of it's kind of worrisome, you know, because like even people mm-hmm. who are vaccinated are catching the COVID. Yeah, and I mean, I, I know some people. And, got- and it has been proven that if you have wear your mask you are less likely to spread or catch the coronavirus. I think that's something teams need to look into a little bit more. As much I hate wearing those masks. I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, I hate wearing them every day when I go to work. I despise them, but please wear your mask. It is very serious. All right, well, we need this to be a public service announcement because it should be common sense to take care of yourself and the people around you, but whatever. Well, um, it, in it other words, we got... not everyone does not want to wear a mask. That's just what's going on. All right. And well, I, no, they made that think, too. Think cool. We're not getting into that. The... We think, ain't gonna get into it. That's not a... into more seriously. Mask is not okay. political, sir. All right. Um. Well, we had a former Stanley Cup winning. I think he coached the Canucks again, for dude, a little bit. Uh, Mike broke up. He just got muted. Out. I was saying, um, yes. You can hear me. Yeah. Oh, okay then. Uh, Tortorella he used to coach with the Tampa Bay Lightning, Vancouver Canucks, and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, he is heading to ESPN. I know we didn't talk. This is some um, older news. I know we didn't get to it, but heading to ESPN in that uh, with them covering the NHL now he's gonna be over there. And he's been known to give some um, pretty funny press conferences in the sense where he doesn't like to talk to the media almost. He always makes fun of the media. So it's going to be kind of fun to see him being a part of – yeah, it's going to be kind of fun to see him being on the other side of that. His his takes are going to be probably – No, that's that's just how some people are. He might just talk his head off. Well, I mean – He's also he was such a good he was a good coach in the NHL, but as I think the game has changed to a point where it, it doesn't kind of fit his type of coaching because you can see it with um, how he handled Pierre Luc Dubois and like Patrick Laine later on is like the players don't exactly mesh with him I I would say as much because like Columbus they had a good team as we all know they swept Tampa Bay Lightning or whatever in 2019. Well, half the guy, almost 90% of the guys from that team is gone. Yeah, guys like Nick Foligno, he got traded away. David Savard, he got traded away. Pierre Dubois, he got traded away. Matt Duchesne, Sergei Bobrovsky, all those guys, their whole core of that team is gone. Even Tortorella's gone less than two, two years after that crazy upset. So you got to wonder, was there like some conflict maybe within that whole organization, if you want to say? To blow up a team that had that kind of success so soon, or was it a flash in the pan kind of moment? I really do not know what was going on with the Columbus Blue Jackets and Tort. 
I think um, that is just something that's going to be eventually revealed later on in time. Probably. But I think I, I think sometimes um, he might be good for ESPN. He can analyze the game a little bit better than a lot of people. Especially that ESPN is kind of new to the scene of hockey. I think it's a great hire for ESPN. No, it's not they're not new. They were there. It's just after the lockout season, they changed the broadcasting rights, so NBC got it. So they're not new to hockey. It's just they haven't covered it in a long time. And yeah, I know. As we all know, college football and NFL take priority over almost every other sport on ESPN. That's a known fact. No, that, that that's a lie. Bas- NBA basketball and the Lakers have well, priority and, over well, all that. Well, no, they're not number one over the NFL in college football. And they 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 I focus more I mean, on I mean, NBA. What, what, with, with, with First Take and all those other shows and SportsCenter, I noticed I'm talking a lot about the NBA. NFL is a close well, yeah. second, but NBA is Well, one, it's NFL and college football season. You don't hear nothing about either. Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, ESPN did also cut a lot of hockey analysts back in, like, 2016, I think, 2017. Somewhere around there. And now they want to play, oh, we want to to see how that unfolds. I do think they're, they're going get, oh, yeah. to get a lot more viewership on ESPN, though. Yeah, it's going to be Not good to promote the game to Americans, pretty much. Because we mean, all know it's well-known everywhere. It's yeah, going to grow. <laughs> so, we're moving on now to, I think, the NBA. I'm waiting for it to switch over. So you get to that. Uh, there we go. Uh, there we go. So nope, nobody wants to hear Audrey sounding uh, flash sounding like a robot. NBA. Oh my God. We have Dennis Schroeder. Oh my God. He had lost the bag. But guess what? I'm glad the Los Angeles Lakers did not have to pay that man eighty-four million dollars because that man would have been causing a robbery. I cannot believe he was not that smart enough. Not to take the eighty-four million and get traded somewhere else. He took five million dollars. Sheesh. So, so much. Well, I think that's started for a while. Because I mean, he was good with OKC. He had like kind of an up and down season, I guess. What you want to say with the Lakers? I know he had some injuries and then COVID hit him pretty hard later on in the season. So you got to take that also into account. So I mean, he should have probably took that eighty-four million when he had it offered he to him. But he should have took that eighty. Did not know what was going on in his mind, thinking he's over well. He's gonna have a player. good. I think he's gonna have a good opportunity in Boston because I don't, don't even know who their starting point guard's gonna be. Unless they go. Yeah, that, that, that is true. I mean, I mean, because I know it might be Marcus Smart. That's what I'm hearing. Well, Marcus Smart actually, he just got the bag too. He got um like a four year or something like that, seventy max contract for himself yeah, he, in he this week. A really so. nice deal. I thought that's Boston, kind of a little Boston bit of an overpay, but we have to to um, watch out and just observe. I I I think um Boston Celtics are they're they're in the dark days right now. I think. Yeah, they had all those they're, draft they're, picks, they're, and they're, they didn't. They only got two good players out of it, or they only so. kept two players: Jalen Brown yeah. and Jason Tatum. Well, they still well, yeah, pretty much. I mean. They haven't been drafting very well outside of that. So, I mean, they had Marcus Smart was all right pick up for them, but then they might they might have to call it soon. Well, they speaking of Isaiah Thomas, time. actually, I did want to get to something there. The some news come out today. The Lakers um worked out Isaiah Thomas, Darren Collison, and Mike James. So I'm assuming they're looking for a veteran backup point guard for Russ because I don't know if they exactly have one. Right now on they, the roster, they not lost like exactly a backup point guard. I mean, it, it, honestly, the only two point guards the Lakers have right now is LeBron and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, and Chris yeah. Haynes saying that uh, Isaiah Thomas worked out personally with LeBron and Russ. So hopefully, we get to see back. <laughs> this is gonna be Isaiah Thomas's second stint in LA. Remember when LeBron was cleaning house in Cleveland? He got shipped oh, there in like boy. 2017. <laughs> Or a 2018 he wasn't bad trade on, on the Lakers, but I mean that hip injury did ruin Isaiah Thomas a lot. I mean, 
Well, him and I think DeMarcus Cousins, they got screwed probably the most over injury because of injury. They never got that big contract that they should have rightfully got. Because DeMarcus, he tore his Achilles and then... Look good on the Clippers. Um, I assume he he's still on the Clippers today, right? Yeah, he's still on the Clippers. I think. Okay, good, he's, good. he's a bucket getter still. His defense, it's it's not bad, but it's just like his pick and roll defense is kind of questionable at times. So I mean, we shall see what that. I mean, I, I do not think Malik Monk is much of a point guard for. No, he's a shooting guard. I know he's a shooting guard. I I don't, I, I think that's the point guard answer the Lakers should look at. And yep, I don't know. I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe the maybe the Lakers may make some midseason trades too for a real point guard. You never know. Well, but Russell Westbrook's I, I, a pretty good point guard, unless you're talking backup point guard. I'm talking backup point guard. Okay, because, I'm just making sure you didn't clarify yourself there. Like, I'm gonna keep you sure you're staying straight with you. What I you thought, got? I thought, I, I thought we all are assuming Russell Westbrook is the, the starting point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers, all right? Well, you know, some people they won't exactly take that as so, so you got to make sure you well, stay straight uh, with them. You know what, VJ? I do not uh, listen to stupid people on Twitter like that, all right? There's a lot of stupid well, speaking people of that, just, stupid, that want to stupid of... Russell Westbrook just for just for clicks and likes. I mean, hell, I mean, we saw a Bleacher Report actually posted up a That's picture. That's what I was trying Lakers, to get to. And, 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 and they put LeBron, AD, and Carmelo. They did not even put Russell Westbrook. But on the but Nets, then they had the Nets. They put Patty Mills. Put Patty, that I, Patty, I Mills. Patty Mills, my friend. You, you know that was for clicks. That had to be for clicks. Yeah, and then they proceeded to put in like the comment section a picture of Russell Westbrook because people went off on them. So I was like, that 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 is right. a shameful on Bleacher Report. It's got a clear agenda with Bleacher Report and Russell Westbrook. It's been shown from time yeah. to time to time again. I mean, but well, I mean they treat Paul yeah, George with the same much. way too. So, anyways, moving on. Um, man, we, we, I wish we had. I wish we had Hendrix here. Because if we had Hendrix, I think we would have to be talking about this. P.J. Washington, you had been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, tunnel and flat-out deceived by... And his heart. Don't forget that one. By, by, by Brittany Because he couldn't even get to see his son. You have been preyed on by a woman that is, like, what, over eight years older than you? You have literally been preyed upon. As a young man, all right, like, like you know, like, like before I go on ranting about this, I think, I think the common man knows that Brittany Renner is not good for you as an athlete to date. All right, you have seen how many dudes ran through her, and I say that right, peeps. Yes. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. Well, I mean, who, who's got more, Donner or her? Wait, wait, who had more miles, my truck or, or Brittany Renner? I think Brittany Renner had more miles. No, I never said that, no. I mean, I'm not saying her, Kendall Jenner. I mean, I think it would make more sense to just say, you know, that, that use the term that an entanglement, like uh, yeah, like Will Smith's wife. Relationships. I'd say relationships. I I I try to bring Kendall Jenner into this. I don't think Kendall Jenner no, really has, no. has the amount of money. I don't think she's ever done what that is. You get married to the dude and then have this child and then two weeks after having the baby file if you, secretly. If you, want to make, if you want to make a Kardashian reference, um you may want to look at Chloe Kardashian. Poor Tristan Thompson. Well no, Tristan Thompson did his stupidity, so we won't get too much. Well he sand. did it himself. Hang on. Moving but, yeah. on. We need to talk about the LA Clippers and Patrick. PJ no, we're done with PJ Washington. Should be we are done with PJ Washington. Himself. But hey, 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 I'm not done. He should be no, ashamed of himself. For I'm, that. I'm playing a but, power move. But, but we're moving on. Red, no, no, uh, I, yes, I get my point. We're clear. done. We're done. We're no, we're done. done. You get my point clear. No, we're done. PJ Washington should have known better on what's going on. He's been muted. The thank you. There. Finally, all right. L.A. Clippers, they re-signed Kawhi Leonard. So that's that kind of went completely under the radar. He got four years, 176.3 max. That's going to be torn ACL from the playoffs against the Utah Jazz. You're back. You're back. They traded uh, 
Yeah, they traded a cap dump for um, they traded Patrick Beverly, Rajon Rondo, and uh, Oturo as a cap dump pretty much for Eric Bledsoe. They saved about like twenty million in luxury tax, so it kind of worked out for them. They proceeded to trade Patrick Beverly to the Minnesota Timberwolves today for Jared Culver and Juancho Hernan Gomez. So I mean, Clippers, they're just trying to save some money here. And you got um, Memphis, they got a young player in Jared Culver, who was the number six pick, uh, I believe, two years ago. I'm not entirely sure if uh, JP should check that. I'm pretty sure it was 2019. He was yeah, the number think, six pick uh, from yeah, Texas Culver Tech. The same year. Oh, he went to Texas Tech? I thought he went to... Uh, yeah. Western. I think he made the final four with Texas Tech. Was, he lost to DeAndre. I was thinking of the West Virginia dude. And now your internet's breaking us, so. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sure. But I do, All right, I do think, I got, you know what? I, I thought the Clippers should have not traded Patrick Beverly. I thought he was a defense. Well, I think that was I mean, more than money, because if you looked it up, how much they saved off the luxury tax. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean... And it also uh, opens mean, up not, minutes for know. younger guys. So, got to keep oh, that yeah, in mind. Like, it um, did open up a lot more minutes for Terrence Mann and uh, Keon Johnson. Oh, yeah. And even a guy. Yeah, um, like, honestly, I, I do who, not even see the fit for um, Eric Bledsoe on that Clippers team, honestly. But, hey, it might, it might mean more time of the balls inside. Why well, Leonard I mean, they got Pedro a guy Jones. from. Um, Ohio, they drafted a dude from Ohio, uh, Jason Preston. He, I thought he was pretty good in the uh, tournament last year, or this year, if you want to call it, whatever. Um, so he will I get think, some minutes. Man, you guys man, got, like, Trey, uh, man, Terrence Mann Trey and man uh, Keon Johnson. Good. Terrence Mann. Yeah. Terrence Mann is going to be great. I did want to um, we all, we move all away did from see, the... um, how Terrence Mann managed to finish off the Utah Jazz. I mean, so I think Terrence Mann. Yeah, that game is going to be in the history books. I did want to talk about him, um, yeah. the Orlando Magic. Okay, I, I, I did want to talk for a minute about the uh, Orlando Magic. They got um, most of their young core did show up in, um, if you want to say, uh, in Vegas for the summer league. They got guys like uh, Mo Bama and Wendell Carter Jr. They were both participating in practice. So that should be good for them. They'll get um, some acclimation with the new coach, Jamal Mosley. So hopefully... Mo Bamba, this, this is the finally with, with the coaches. Yeah, the that's what I was trying to get to this for a talk about good, for a minute. Good uh, team. Good um. I good think they have a bright young core in that, and um, yeah. Hopefully, this is the year Mo Bamba finally puts it all together and proves he was a number what six pick for a reason, because he's been he he's nearing that bust territory. So he need this is the year he he has no more excuses. He Nikola Vucevic, he's gone, so you have the opportunity now. Prove why you were the number six pick. Wrong competition is Robin Lopez. Kareem no, it is. Robin. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Bro, you're you're Bro. getting insufferable this episode. Yeah, guys like Jonathan Isaac, Chumo Kiki, Gary Harris, and Markel Fultz all showed up to get the acclimation. I won't say this word again. With uh, Jamal Mosley, build that team bond. Even guys like Jalen Suggs are getting used to, so... Cole Anthony casually hit a half-court shot in the pre uh, post-game presser. So, we got college football. So, who wants to do about it? Jay Peeps, you want to do I, it? I know you're should, a big post-batting uh, guy. I, th- I think we should start off with our um, AP Top 10 reactions. Well, I, oh, will, I, mean, the top, the I top will run off the top 25 for you as it scrolls across the bottom. At number one, you've got the Alabama Crimson Tide. At number two, the Oklahoma Sooners. Number three, the Clemson Tigers. Number four, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Number five, the Georgia Bulldogs. Number six, the Texas A&M Aggies. Number seven, Iowa State Cyclones. Number eight, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Number nine, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Number 10, the North Carolina Tar Heels. Number 11, the, o- the Oregon Ducks. Number 12, the Wisconsin Badgers. Number 13, your Florida Gators. Number 14, the Miami Hurricanes. Number 15, the USC Trojans. 16, LSU Tigers. 
17, Indiana, 18, Iowa, 19, Penn State, 20, Wisconsin, 21, the Texas Longhorns, 22, those kids from Coastal Carolina, 23, the surprise team, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, 24, the Utah Utes, and 25, Herm Edwards, and those Arizona State, State Sun Devils. The floor is y'all's. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's, let's start it off. Um, I think I'm Alabama. Like five, I know you're going to talk over me. So. You, you, you do, do Go Flash. Talking, so. All right. Um, I don't talk over you. That's a fair. You do, you do talk. Uh, anyways, um, I like the Alabama as number one. Number number two is Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I don't know. That that's kind of bold to put Oklahoma at number two, but uh, I don't know about Oklahoma. Three is Clemson, four is Ohio State, five is Georgia. I think I got no issues I mean, more or less. I think I don't have Oklahoma's a little it. high. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling, but Clemson Clemson and um Ohio State are going off of fresh quarterbacks while Oklahoma's still have their returning quarterback. I do like DJ Wongalele though for Clemson. Him versus just um uh, not Justin Fields, um JT Daniels. JT Daniels. That will be a great matchup week one. You guys have a comment. George <laughs> <laughs> from you <laughs> Georgia over Clemson September fourth will be an upset but not a huge upset. Oh yeah, I could agree with that, JP, without a doubt. But I, I like Clemson winning that game still. But JT Daniels is pretty good, so I am not gonna consider that like a super super upset. That game is gonna be really close. It'll be a fun game to watch. Um, Miami caught my attention at number fourteen. I was not thinking they were gonna be that high. Who's the quarterback this year? Uh, Dr. King. He got a sponsorship with the Florida Panthers. Gary King got a sponsorship with the Florida Panthers, and he – is he, like, in a grad year or something? I have no idea. Jay Peeps, uh, can you confirm on that with a Derek King? Because if, if they have him they, – if they have him as quarterback, then I could see why Miami is at number 14. He is the quarterback, AJ. Or Flash, whatever. So. All right. So I'm um, I, 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 yeah. Oh yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're, they're going to get rolled by the tide, but how badly it depends on what happens. Also, we got to determine where Alabama stands after having so many players drafted into the NFL. We know they're going to be Alabama's going to be really good, but are they going to be like dominant? Dominant. That is my question. Texas A and M. Um, I I got questions for them too on how they're going to replace. Oh my. Kellen Mond. Oh yeah, Kellen Mond. Uh, how how, the, how are they going to replace him? North Carolina is a team I want to watch into this season. Wisconsin's another one. UF, I got to see how they handle without without so, Kyle Trask. Indiana, um, I cannot wait to see uh, Michael Fanks Jr. coming back on. That guy is a baller. I think Indiana comes back in. Coast of Carolina, Louis and Raging Cajun. That, those are some smaller teams that we want to watch into as well. Arizona State, that'll be a fun team to watch as well. And of course, Washington Huskies. I gotta see how those three-star recruits always manage to show up well in the Pac-12 and see those boys make it to the NFL. So I can confirm. I, noticed- I can confirm that Derek King is a redshirt senior. This is his last year at Miami. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Just- so that makes a lot okay, of sense. I, um, I'm happy that Cincinnati did get back into the top 10. I thought they were pretty good. Um, um, you did not mention, I don't think you mentioned LSU. Um, they were, they announced that Miles Brennan is going to be out with the injury. So hopefully we're going to finally get to see Max Johnson play. So I think he'll, I think he's going to do good. I know a lot of LSU fans are kind of excited to see how he does. Um, Where's Notre Dame? Notre Dame is at number nine. They're going to be good. Uh, they have former Wisconsin Badger back Jack Cohn going to be the starter against what for them against FSU. So that's going to be kind of um, 
interesting to see because I think he was I, he was a starter last season for them when they were um, they had that great start and then COVID kind of derailed their entire season. So hopefully he can carry Notre Dame to regular season success like where Ian Book was with them because I know they kind of have questions at quarterback because Ian Book was pretty much a pretty good quarterback for them for the last like what four years or whatever. Since Deshaun Kaiser, who we all know how he turned out. You want to wish team I want to see crack into the top 25 for once after some long time struggles? No, ladies and gentlemen, it's University of South Florida Bulls. We are talking about the Florida State Seminoles. Am I right, Jay Peeps? Do you think it's time for Florida State to crack back up in the top 25? Jay Peeps, that was to you. Oh, I mean, if, I, if McKenzie, I gave, yeah, go. I gave, I gave the applause sign to kind of let you know what I was thinking. But it is, it's beyond time. It's, I mean, God, you know, this whole season you just need to dedicate it to Bobby Bowden. You know, you got to make an impact. I think, or not. I, I think McKenzie. Yeah. Go. You done? I don't. Breaking up. I, I think if McKenzie Milton's healthy, I think. Right. I mean, is everybody I'm breaking up on everybody? Uh, it's all right. Um, how's the, how the Florida State O line is looking, Jay Peeps? Uh, it's looking better than it looked under Willie Taggart. Then <laughs> <laughs> guess what? As long as I protect Mackenzie Milton, I think they will be fine. I think all Mackenzie uh-huh. Milton's got to do is just sling it, because I would be kind of concerned if Mackenzie Milton runs a little bit, but. Who knows? But I am ready to see the Florida State Seminoles make it back in the top 25 and challenge Florida once again and make that rivalry spark as bright as it used to be. I just want to see Iowa State make the college football playoffs. Iowa State. Uh, that, that, that's a good one, but I, I would like to see Cincinnati make it over them. Um, Isn't I, it 12 I, I teams this year? So hopefully both of them makes it. Is that true, Jay Peeps? Is it this year? I thought it was the year after. Uh, it's not 12 teams this year. I'm, I'm not oh. when the 12 team playoff exactly starts. They haven't given an exact year uh, for it to really kick off. Because it's kind of getting annoying seeing like almost the same four teams every year in the college football playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. It's like, or it's same six. It's like they alternate, if you want to say. You're guaranteed either Alabama or Clemson, it feels like, for the last six years. And then it's, like, interchangeable between Oklahoma, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and um, Georgia. Yeah, you don't really see, like, different teams. I mean, I mean last time we, we saw a team that was not named one of those teams was the Washington Huskies back in 2016-2017 season. And the last time we saw one win the championship was Oregon with Marcus Mario. Uh, not, no, Oregon didn't win it. Ohio State won it. That was the Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas team. I was, I was, I was thinking the Rose Bowl when he beat Jameis. Uh, I want to see Cincinnati try to fight for that, for for that for that spot in the college football playoffs. I want to see them make the news for the AAC conference and let them know that we belong up there. All right. I, I, but I, I, I believe in the quarterback. I think I think well, they I can know. take care of the entire I think they can take care of the entire AAC schedule to take care of it. I need I just need them to see them get the job done and like not mess up at all. I just want to see Desmond Ritter I want to see him uh, stand out because I know he's been talked right now as like a projected early first round pick. I want to see him like just dominate because I know he came back for one more season with Cincinnati. I want to see him just finally, you know, get over that hump, some recognition. That that would be that would be a huge stock boost for this NFL draft for sure. Mhm. All right. So, uh, when does college football kicks off? It kicks off like. Two- Correct. Kicks off week. next weekend, August twenty eighth. All right, so 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 next weekend we got Al. I think I think that's called 
closer when we get there, we will talk more into depth on what we think, on which teams are going to win, which teams are the ones we should keep on tap. It's going to be a great season for college football. It might be one of the best college football seasons we have the, while, back, the, the beautiful a thing lot. about next weekend is you've got – and shout-out to Quinn Gray if he's watching or when he sees us. You've got, you've got Alcorn State. Quinn Gray is the quarterback's coach there. You've got them going against North Carolina Central in that MEAC SWAC challenge game in Atlanta next Saturday. So that's going to be exciting to see. Uh, we could also um, also have some Bulls talk going on next week, see what we think about them before they kick off next week as well. USL Bulls, I mean. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. We, we, we much. shall see what Jeff Scott does with that USL Bulls. I am a bit more optimistic about them if I had than a toilet, we were a few if years I had, ago. If I had some toilet sound effects, I would definitely fire that off. Oh, I'm be on camera right now. But yeah, if I had some toilet side, like sound effects for that, I would definitely fire that off. I think I came mm-hmm. the right time. You don't believe in Jeff Scott, J Peeps? You don't believe in Jeff Scott? Do you? No. I have, I have higher faith in him than, than Charlie Strong. I mean, I think he's oh, going yeah. in the right direction. Thanks. But. That's why I'm saying I'm feeling optimistic, but I think it'll be like a 500 team. I can't bash him because I go to school. I start school there next week, so. Oh, you can bash him. It's okay. You can bash him. JP's bashing him all the time. And he went to USF and got his diploma there. Oh, okay then. We're good. Just as long as I don't have to go to school with these kids and they see me bashing my own school, we're good. I mean, honestly, there's some things I heard that I can't even share with you on on, on this show. Well, oh, that's all right, because anyway, we're supposed to be wrapping up anyway, so thank you again uh, for another great episode. I know Flash okay. has more okay. to add to some ever-long-lasting opinions. <laughs> and, 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 and Mr. Ace would like to keep talking over me from time to time. I might have to throw a challenge flag on him. I might have a dedicated oh, red flag just to throw at the screen, just, just to make sure you stop talking for a little bit, sir. Uh, Thank you all for this amazing episode of of the Last Gift Podcast. Shout out to Jay Peeps for helping out run the show from the back. Shout out to Ace for another great episode. Shout out to all the teams. And all the leagues for giving us content for us to talk about. And shout out to PJ Washington for for letting me rain on him for a little bit. All right. Oh, no. I wish we had Hendrix for it. I wish we had Hendrix for it, but. It works. Jesus Christ. Thank you, y'all.